attention please podcast now on video if you like this podcast kindly subscribe to this youtube channel like this video and share and subscribe again once again so this episode is being recorded uh, the day before the india pakistan game in the t20 world cup and so i have no idea what's going to happen uh, over the years and i think this is now about 20 years india has had the advantage over pakistan when it comes to uh games in icc tournaments uh and that depending on who you ask and if you're asking basit ali this is a part of india's insidious conspiracy to enervate pakistani cricket and by extension the pakistani nation by using its money power and its and its influence in the icc to isolate pakistan cricket and to weaken it and that's why they have lost over the last 20 years but whatever it be and i i think basit ali is always very interesting and i'll come to him later on in this podcast but this i would still say is the best chance that pakistan have had in these years of uh, putting one over india in a uh, in a cricket match yes they've had other opportunities in other spheres but in a cricket match this is the best opportunity they've had in many years and i'm saying this because they play a lot of their cricket in the uae it has become de facto become their home uh, their home country over the past decade so they have extensive experience in a very good and a very good record playing on the low slow pitches of uae which as we see in this season that's what it has become last time when we played ipl it was very different but this season it has been mostly been dominated by bowlers and we haven't had like batting havens uh, so i think pakistan actually the brand of cricket that they currently play this works to their favor and and they have and again they, they have much more experience in those conditions than indians and the the kind of bowling attack that they have and the kind of variety that they have which india does not have augurs well for their chances tomorrow i would say and indian uh, batsmen have been playing in uh, if in playing as in in ipl in those venues but i don't think indian batsmen at least other than kl rahul have had a particularly good time so as of tomorrow i think the advantage would be with pakistan um now and again no, nobody knows what happens in these games the toss is very important whether there will be dues all of these factors remain and it will possibly be an even game and i want it to be an even game nobody likes to see a one sided game but i think that the advantage would be pakistan's just because of their uh they're more practiced in those conditions and i also think that the indian a uh, team hasn't had a great run in to this tournament an ipl overall i think it was a rather underwhelming ipl at the end and even the people who performed like a venkatesh ayer they're not in this side so that's that uh but really the what i wanted to talk about and i've talked about this before in my podcast is my uh, love hate relationship with uh, with pakistani cricket so i've always admired pakistan cricket and their players and growing up in the 90s i mean how could you not uh the pakistan just had uh, a better side than india it was there there's there's no there's no other way of putting it i i wish i could do a basit ali and and blame it on something else other than pure talent 
But uh, that was just it. The Pakistani cricketers were an insanely talented bunch of people. And the great thing about them was that not only were they supremely talented, and but one person to person, I think, with an exception of perhaps Sachin Tendulkar, all of them were just better uh, for years. And uh, I think the, the main thing that I was uh, that I really liked about them was that they, they brought to the game a certain amount of passion. And especially when it came when it came to games against India, I mean, you could see that this was almost, you know, almost to the level of animus. Uh, it was almost like a national animus that they could channel uh, to give them a competitive advantage in trigger situations. It was so obvious that when you saw these two sides, um, one side was basically playing for their life. They would say, "We are going to be settling Kashmir on the cricket field," and they played like it. Uh, they played like uh, men possessed. While the Indians kind of turned up, uh, they turned up and they played it just like any other game. And of course, when faced with that overwhelming passion, they wilted most of the time. I mean, it started from, you know, the, that famous uh, sixer of Chetan Sharma in Sharjah, but uh, it continued. It continued because Pakistan had, it was not only were they a better team, and that's true. They also had the definite psychological advantage. There were many times and have grown up watching these games. So these heartbreaks are, I'm afresh still in my mind of games in which India might have had the ascendancy at one point of time, but there was always somebody in the Pakistani team and people who you would perhaps never hear of ever again, who would play the game of their lives against India. And I think they brought that, that national animus uh, to their personal performance, which gave it that spice, that flavor. It was not just a loss in a game. It was a, a deeper loss. So I, I mean, we grew up enjoying, fearing, and yet loving that, that, that sense. And uh, my favorite player, of, I still would say of all time, has been Wasim Akram. I mean, as, as a bowler, as an all-rounder, as a fielder, as the way he's carried himself, and later on as a commentator and, you know, all-around groovy guy, always greatly admired Wasim Akram. And uh, I don't think there's any cricketer who kind of holds a candle to him in terms of the total package. So, again, what I'm saying here is, is kind of my love-hate relationship with Pakistani cricket. I really do respect and admire their cricketers and, and, their, and the classic Pakistani attitude towards their, the, the attitude that they brought, which we didn't have. We didn't have that aggressiveness. It changed in 1996 in that game in World Cup, where for the first time, um, Prasad, Venkatesh Prasad of all people, you know, the, the dam was broken. And it was, you know, when, when Amir Sohail showed him that bat, normally past generations of Indian cricketers would have psychologically given Pakistan the edge right then and there. But what Prasad did, it was really that you know, that last thing, in, you know, in a war movie when you're at the Nadir and then something happens and the hero fights back. It's like uh, Neo stopping the bullets. It's that kind of a dramatic. Um, and it, I think when we look back, it, it's not, it's just not a moment. It is something much bigger, what, what Prasad did. I don't think he himself realized it when he was doing that. And maybe I'm overanalyzing also, but Based on what came to pass after that, it was a very significant moment in not only in the history of uh, India-Pakistan encounters, but also in Indian cricket. And I think some of you might be feeling, well, what is he talking about this personal animus thing? I mean, there's 
there's no better emblem of that than javed miadad i mean javed miadad didn't just wasn't just a very good batsman um for those of you who haven't grown up watching javed miadad bat and you can't believe how lucky you are that you haven't watched him bat regularly was that first of all he was terrible to watch his band brand of cricket was terribly unattractive but it was terribly effective also because he used to play with a very small back lift and he was very i think the word for it is pugnacious he was always there was he was always chattering he was and he was driven by you know in the case of india that level of i mean he, come on he his his he he married his son to you know daud ibrahim's daughter so you know he he, he doesn't like us let's just let's just be honest about it and uh, i've 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 kind of admired that thing about you know that it gives that spice it gives that flavor to his game and over the years there have been players like him whether it be shoaib akhtar or or shahid afridi who have brought that level of you know personal animus i'm using that word again and again to their game and then then i think about in 2005 2006 the kind of tide started changing and there was a new breed of pakistani cricketers like shoaib malik and uh, yunus khan you never felt that kind of passion towards them that kind of anti passion i would say that you felt for a previous generation of pakistani cricketers like say miadad or ijaz ahmed or salim malik i mean these guys were like looked like nice guys and you kind of felt bad sometimes when you know india took you know won the game over them they just they, you you didn't they were just like any other team and i kind of uh, missed the old pakistan i kind of missed their old brand of cricket and i think this is when india started taking their ascendancy also because that personal that that personal battle thing went out of the pakistani game um replaced by it's just another game and i think that took away that flavor somewhat from enjoying an india pakistan game still and 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 i and here's a request here's a personal request to many pakistani ex cricketers from that generation and yes i'm talking directly to you um shoaib akhtar um and there's there's many pakistani cricketers now have their youtube channels is please please do not just in order to get likes and comments and subscribe from indian fans please don't sugarcoat what you actually feel please please be the cricketer that we know you are please tell us what you actually think of us you know as a reference please look at basit ali and sikandar bakht on pakistani television because there they don't have to there they don't have to curry for indian likes and subscribes so there they can say exactly what they feel so this is like um you know i'm a huge fan of basit ali's cricket analysis where virtually any loss to india is uh, has to be couched in essentially geopolitical terms is that pakistan never really loses because india is a better team they lose because there has been a conspiracy against pakistan through icc done by india whether it be preventing um you know preventing different uh, countries from touring pakistan whether it be weakening their cricketing infrastructure however it be and in a way i feel you know i feel proud because i feel my god my own indian government is so powerful that they can do something like this that they can take what was definitely a far better team and reduce them to this and i know it's not true but it still feels fun um watching basit ali and his ilk he's but he's the best of all of them you know go on about 
match fixing, you know, everything, everything that happens is a conspiracy, which is hashed by India. And I just so much enjoy it because it's so laughable. And I, I really enjoy it. It's like nowadays we don't make, you know, really quality B grade, C grade Bollywood movies like Gunda and Loha. So this is how, one of the ways in which I get my fix of, you know, so bad it's good. The other way I get it is by watching Republic TV, of course. So um, the last thing that I wanted to talk about before this game is perhaps the most controversial thing is, should we be playing Pakistan in, in cricket? And I've had this, and, 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 and the reason why I went over all of this is because I love India-Pakistan cricket. So this is not what I'm going to, what I'm going to say is not, it, it's perhaps more important because it comes from somebody who has um, admired Pakistan cricket, uh, who has admired their talent. I, I don't think it's because of any conspiracy. They were just good. They just had better pace bowlers. They just had more attacking batsmen. And they just gelled together much better as a team than we did for many years. And so what I'm going to say does not stem from anything else other than the fact that in the current political situation that we are currently in, I always have found the fact that we go and play Pakistan in these international tournaments. We don't play, play them otherwise. Um, we don't play them otherwise, but come to ICC tournaments, we go and play them. And I've never really been able to understand the consistency of the messaging here. Either we decide that we are going to have normal sporting relations with Pakistan, that Pakistan is not per se any different from, let's say, Australia, or we say that, no, they are different. This is a country which has been waging proxy war against India for decades and with no sign of abating, um, going back on multiple promises. So we will just refuse to play cricket with them. We will refuse to have any kind of people-to-people -people contact with them till we believe that they have taken adequate steps. Now, obviously, we don't believe that they have taken adequate steps because that's why we don't have bilateral series. So given that we don't have bilateral series, I really don't understand why we go and then play them in a ICC tournament. People would say, well, if we don't play them in an ICC tournament, we're giving them the game. I mean, this is forfeiting a battle. Why would we forfeit a battle to them of all people? And to me, the, and to me, it's like, all right, let's take a step back, man. This is not a battle. This is a cricket game. And for me, the it, more important thing is not that we are forfeiting two points. The fact is that we are expecting our soldiers to die for our country to take bullets in Kashmir, which basically is sponsored by Pakistan. We are, we are doing that and we are expecting people to die while at the same time we go and play cricket with them. That to me is incongruous. Um, during apartheid, during South Africa's apartheid, there was a whole lot of people, countries who did not play sports with them for decades. And so this wouldn't, it wouldn't have been that, okay, we won't go and play a bilateral series, but then if you go to Olympics or if you go to Davis Cup and we have to go and play you, then we'll go and play you because otherwise you will lose the Davis Cup. No, if it's a matter of principle, it's a matter of principle everywhere. So either you say that, you know, we don't believe in that principle. We don't, we believe that sports and politics should be detached, which again, I don't agree with it. I think that you can't detach politics from anything. It's, it's, it's part of the human condition. So that that's BS. 
but if you believe in it, then then be consistent and insist on bilateral India-Pakistan series as per a normal ICC calendar, like in the frequency with which we play other countries. But we don't. Given that we don't, I just don't then see the pragmatic. I think I understand that we don't want to lose the tournament, but is it important? Or is it more important to show the world that we as a cricket crazy nation are still willing to lose a tournament? We are willing to give up our points because we actually sincerely feel that this is a country which is doing bad by us. Not by, you know, not the Basit Ali way of like, you know, the, the, the reason why Hardik Pandya's back is injured is because of the Pakistani conspiracy. You know, not something like that. But we are... We actually, and this is beyond doubt, is that cross-border terrorism is something that we as a country take seriously enough. We take seriously enough of what is going on in Kashmir for decades, and we are taking a consistent stance against that. That, to me, is more important, because by doing this kind of inconsistent stance, we actually signal to other nations that, you know, we we do hold Pakistan responsible, but, you know, when it comes to a cricket game in a World Cup, ah, okay, we draw the line at that. We'll go and play you guys. And I just feel that that's, that for me is something which I find it, no. and somebody could say, well, Arnab, you're being hypocritical. You're going to be watching the game just like any of us. And I will be. So I'll be honest with you. I will be. I'm not going to be turning the television off in protest. But I still think that I'm... I just don't think that we as a nation should be should be playing Pakistan. Um, given that we've already taken the stance, again, if we decide that we're going to be playing them and treating them as any other country, I might not agree with it personally, but at least the stance will be consistent. I just now feel that we are uh, being in, in, inconsistent and uh, this actually works to our detriment in terms of the messaging that we want to put out via v, our relationship with Pakistan. So I know we started off with uh, the T20 World Cup and we ended with uh, geopolitics. But unfortunately, as I said, it's very, it's very, it's very difficult, nay impossible, to separate the two because uh, cricket and sport, sports in general is is a kind of engagement between nations. Um, it's important because it allows um, some of the more negative feelings between nations to be expressed outside of an adversarial context where, you know, people can die and injuries can happen. So I think it's just kind of a safety valve. So sports plays a part. I'm the last person who thinks that sport is kind of something which is totally in a different universe from how people feel about other people. And this is not a question of morality or whether we should or whether there should be universal brotherhood. It's topics for another day. But given the way we are, Given our history, given the fact that Javed Miadad and Basit Ali and Sikandar Bhakt and all of them exist, given everything, um, and given the fact that we enjoy it, I'm the first person who enjoys that spice. But given that, given Kashmir, given the long history of, uh, of cross-border terrorism, I would again say I'm, I'm not convinced that two points in a World Cup, in the in, 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 in a World Cup tournament, which happens every few years, is, is, is worth, you know, weakening our stance for. So thanks a lot for listening. And again, if you like this podcast, kindly consider uh, subscribing to this channel. This really, really helps in getting this YouTube video be shown to other people. That's exactly how the YouTube algorithm works. So it's just a click for you, but it really, really helps us. 
So uh, thanks a lot for listening and have a nice week. And I hope India wins tomorrow, but let's keep praying. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.